Last time on Idle Fantasy. Our heroes are hot in pursuit of the Duke and, led by Hess the Half-Elf, are on their way to his lair through the sewers under the city of Veld. But while she disappears to open a secret tunnel, the Freaky Friday Three are attacked by a hideous choker who tries to pull Teddy below the murky depths and seal his watery demise. And it almost succeeded, but the young paladin's divine patron had other ideas. Another foe defeated and another step closer to the Duke, but what sinister goings-on await Watik, Glitch and Teddy inside the Thieves' Guild? Find out in this week's episode of Iron Flesh. everyone welcome to episode six of the idle fancy podcast zach you had your chance and you missed it welcome back everyone you're back with zach cole over there who tried to do an intro and failed well i deliberately didn't plagiarize someone else's introduction which i think is growth because <laughs> <laughs> episode one i'm taking that <laughs> claiming well, it six episodes and realize that theft is a crime we've got paddy jervis in the house one two rock that mic yeah i'm rock uh, yeah i'm here i'm here and i'm, I'm <laughs> that's all you fucking can give us. hell you're here <laughs> i'm oh, i'm here and i'm trying and that's the best i can do every day wow that was that uh, was quite sad that was really sad mate you can aim for higher and also farts you know like like fun stuff as well like i'm not all right liam Liam, what you didn't see there was that (laughs) muppet sound he made he had his hand under his armpit there (laughs) trying to do it but i didn't do it we also have the dulcet tones of liam welton hello oh very dulcet see i knew you'd wrestle it back that was concise how to say hello yeah liam is is taking up a whole sofa on his own relaxing as if he's on a chaise long or a, a roman triclinium I'm just going to actually get other people to um, dictate my... I'll dictate to other people and they can take my notes. Roll the dice for me! <laughs> yeah, like, Make I'm... that one a D8. And roll it well, please. I am glad you Perhaps it I'll out, say it, please. <laughs> You're my servant, but please. If it, would, if it would be okay with you. Guys, um, you we're, we're still playing this game of bloody Dungeons and Dragons. We're, we're getting there. Um, you, you got yourselves in a bit of a pickle last week didn't you with um in the old sewers yeah. you got left alone by hess your little friend for yep. just a minute and uh i can't really remember much of what happened except i remember i threw a rope over a pipe and then immediately took it off the pipe yeah. that's yeah. pretty much all i did while zach kind of drowned i did kind of drown i remember i remember being told very specifically by the dm don't move by the npc character and then doing exactly that and still being drowned. Yeah, yeah. You, you just sort of did a slow, wet strip tease, as yeah. I recall. Yeah, I had to get someone else to cut me. Did we collect my shit, actually? Yeah, yeah we, we did. did. Yeah, yeah, we, we did. did. Yeah, we did. I think, actually, Vatic collected your shit for cool. you, so right. uh, there's a tip to be paid off there, I think. What were you doing throughout the whole thing, actually? I blew the thing's head off at the end. Oh, uh, yes. I oh, just swooping in, stealing <laughs> yeah. everyone else's Kill goal. stealing. <laughs> And also, Zach, you got in contact with some kind of spooky voice. I did. 
I think I met my god. Aww. I know. You made it sound Aww. so nice. Born again. It's Zach. not. It's not nice. She's called the sea bitch. She's, <laughs> she's horrible. <laughs> well, maybe we'll um, maybe we'll look a little bit more at that. Ooh, was later that our, on. our first organic teaser? <laughs> Ooh, super organic by immediately flagging it up. And <laughs> <laughs> I won't next time, but that time I felt like, yeah, okay, fine. You make, make a good point. I'm sure you guys remember. You're in this sewer. You were stood by, below the water point. Pint? Pipe, as mentioned by Liam. No pints yet. And uh, Hess has pressed a switch in the wall that has shut off the water flow. Remember out of this? Mm-hmm. And a set of stairs has appeared underneath the, the mm. water pipe up in the wall. You know, like in Legend of Zelda, the, the, the blocks coming down progressively yeah. less high. And a staircase leads up into the gloom. And she has got her lit torch again. And is going to lead the three of you, Vatic, Teddy and Glitch, up into there. What are you going to do? Uh, I, I'm going to follow her, I think. I mean, I say we go. I mean, obviously. Yeah, yeah we've come we as far. I think the other, the alternative is to stand in the dark again. And I can Until only, you I drown. Can, <laughs> I, yeah, I can only see her as well. Like, there's nothing else for me down here. Um, I blow out the torch. Shush. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm very glad you guys have taken my, my lead there. It would be good if we just spent the rest of this campaign in a sewer. Um, but but Hess, Hess leads you on and she's kind of she throws you a dirty look in a kind of come on then there's not much else you can fuck up kind of way but leads the way without saying anything mm. um, yeah. and takes the light in front of her and you guys follow up these stairs I think it is it goes without saying I'm I starting to fucking hate Hess well Hess hates me she, well, we she's a dick now. she just she's, kind of left us in the sewer and then blamed us for leaving someone that can't see in the dark without any light she's just com- uh, competent and I don't think she is. I think she's incredibly incompetent to be looking after people and then have all three of them nearly drown. <laughs> Did defy her one order. I, I, think I she, stood exactly still. I think she's being absolutely reasonable considering that our interactions so far have been you trying to pal up to her unsuccessfully, yeah. Paddy. Me breaking into her room and reading her shit. I mean, admittedly, you've done nothing to her. And yet, death. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, she takes you up this this passageway, and it's quite a straight, you know, cut and dry, straight up passageway. Obviously, because it's uh, it was uh, hidden before you guys got there. There's not much need to make this a hard place to get through. But as you um you you come out into a flat, long corridor, and you can barely see some dancing lights at the other end. And she holds up the torch and leads the way. Still, those of you with dark vision, old uh, Fatic and uh, Glitch Boy, you guys can see. Um, other dim rooms leading off to either side. Um, dim in that they've, you can tell there's a light coming from somewhere in them, but you can't really see through. Um, and the floor beneath your feet, you realise, gives way to carpet, and it's kind of rich and luxurious mm. underneath your feet. The walls are bone dry here. You're not in the sewers anymore. It's not dank. There's no none of that. Get a good one once. It's not going to work. Clink. Clink. Is that Clink. Plus. Plus. Floop. Floop, floop, floop. All right, excellent Foley work, everyone. Um, and as you progress along this this hall, which eventually gives way to torches mounted on the walls, you fuckers, <laughs> you um, can see at the far end, in the gloom, but lit by a small uh, set of candles next to him, is a, a half-orc sat on a chair at the head of a long, empty wooden table. And as you get closer and closer, your footsteps kind of not reverberating, but being muffled nicely in this shag pile carpet. Um, it's, <laughs> he's the only person you can see, and you pass through into the into through a doorway into this large hall that he sat in. I feel we should have wiped our feet. Well, you had plenty of chances, guys. God damn it. <laughs> 
I mean, you can look behind you to see. Do a do a footprint check. <laughs> I think it's the Duke. <laughs> I, I think that's. I think we've done it, guys. Yeah. I think this is it. I think this is the big one. We've yeah, solved the Duke. We've, we've solved, nailed solved the riddle of the Duke. Completely out of the Sacre Duke. And that's as what I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna. I'm French now. Glitch is French, by the way. <laughs> Sorry. What does "c'est le duke" mean? C'est le duke it means it is the duke. Who est le duke? Duke c'est le bon le le le, le chair. What? Whoa, no, that whoa, last whoa, bit was whoa, not. That was not. You just. Al orange. Pull the record. Stop, like ruling us out of ever being popular in France. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, no, I'm including the French. You are not you are absolutely not. They, they, they famously take a very dim view of that kind of <laughs> yeah. That kind of behaviour does not go down well. Um, as you guys approach, you can see that it's a half orc man dressed in tailored finery. Um, but as Hess goes forward and starts talking, you guys and you catch this the a glimpse of the who you think is the Duke. You um, glitch as you mentioned it first. You are racked with this headache piercing, splitting headache and your vision goes blurry and it goes for you two as well and there's something weird about the presence of the Duke that sets off um, a whole set of reactions in your head that feel strange. You hear, you have memories swirling around, you think you recognise him, you think you can remember things and all of a sudden you guys remember that you've met the Duke before but not in these bodies. In your former lives of course you, you came to the Duke years ago when you first came to Veld and if you can imagine a kind of wibbly wobbly effect as it come Wait, on the are screen. We're doing a cutaway. In my head, it's the same. You remember, like, I dream of genie, like that kind of like sound, black <laughs> <of, like>, music. <laughs> yes, and a, and a woman in very culturally insensitive attire has kind of danced across the the screen as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, as I've just said that, I've had a flashback of my own. That was a racist show. <laughs> But as, as these are, it definitely was. That's not going on a limb. As um, as you kind of recall these memories, you, like I say, you realise you've seen the Duke before, and these are memories that somehow have been repressed and missing from you since you arrived in these new bodies. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and you remember, and if you imagine you guys are reliving this together, I know it's a bit of a jump, but imagine you're reliving these these moments together. You're back in your former selves, Cassius wow. the Paladin. Uh, Cleric. Oh, fuck off with your with your <laughs> goddy boy, all right, of some kind. Yeah. I know I made that mistake like fifty times in the pilot. He does. He, does he doesn't like labels. <laughs> he does. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, does yeah very I much love does labels. labels. Put me in a box, mate. I love boxes. Just make sure it's the correct. It's a lovely, lovely, spacious place in here. I'm good. <laughs> Why, why did you stare at me when you did that? My very own box for myself. <laughs> yummy, yummy. You're back to when you first arrived in Veld in pursuit of Vandra, who I realise we haven't really cleared up why you're pursuing her, but we'll, we'll work it out later, guys. Don't worry. Um, but you're, you're close to her. You know. You've come to Veld, this horrible, stinking, thief-ridden city. But as you relive these memories, you simultaneously realise in your new bodies, some of your more recent memories have been hard to recall and kind of repressed, but now that you've seen the Duke again, they're coming flooding back to you painfully and horribly, and hence the splitting headache. Um, and you are back in those bodies of Cassius, of Tarin, and of... Zraka, yeah. and you've just arrived in town, and you've you know you've received a tip off from locals that you've got to find the Duke, who you know very little about. So my question to you three is: back then, how would you have gone about finding him? 
Ooh. Let's Ooh. fill in these gaps. The good old oh, sexy Lo repressed memory scenes. I love local, this. Uh, I reckon local watering hole down by the docks. Kind of. Do you reckon we would have just done a more competent version of what we did this time round, where like we were told to find him, and so we went to a pub and we asked about, but like these are characters that knew the underworld and could speak to people without, I don't know what, like we tried to mimic a bird last time round. I feel like <laughs> before we would have been a little bit better at, hey mate, you want to just give us a little bit of information and we'll just leave him a little bit over here, grease that person. Taron was so well connected and charismatic. Like just, you could ask people things and it would like, yeah. they actually give you answers rather than, you know, uh, like giving yeah. us the run around like they do now. And then if they're not giving you an answer, I feel like they look at me, looking at my character standing behind, being like, "Yeah, okay, I'm not gonna fuck with these guys." Yeah, yeah. I think Cassius. And then he's would, a gold lizard. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm big and gold, and like, <laughs> I think he want. I think Cassius would have wanted to be involved in the intrigue, but isn't quite as adept at it as yeah. the two of you. I think he's more kind of hello, and so would, would you have, have asked questions, but not well. Would I have what? Sorry, I was gonna say. Well, it just occurred to me. Would you have had a temple in v v Veld? Um, like because like those people love you. They would give you whatever you want. I think you'd have had worshippers in Veld. Certainly, people who recognise you. Remember, you've got a um, your kind of home temple. The monastery is at Helmful, mm. which is way off an island, way off to the north. Mm. Um, so that's where like, the majority of your supporters and, and fans, let's say, are like you're a football team. But it would still kind of be a lot. So we still Cassius say that I'm, I'm perhaps of of minor celebrity to very weird people in this place. I think minor celebrity to to most people. But again, you know, it's it's a pre-internet world, right? People aren't going to be swapping pics of yeah. Cassius are they you're yeah. probably as famous as Cassius the robot from Robot Wars I would say <laughs> oh, okay great people admire your Shremek but you're not that well known I, I mean I've just been massively distracted by the fact that Lars has identified that this is an internet free world like I guys we should make this whole campaign let's invent the internet fantasy <laughs> Facebook let's just do that oh yeah we should go back in time put shares into it Buy shares. No, that's just how it works, start right? the company. That's... Don't. Oh right, yes. Yeah, <laughs> buy shares in Apple. <laughs> so you want to that's wait? That's what we do in wait until someone else has invented fancy as, Facebook. As you guys are in the inn, an Apple salesman comes. I can tell you a bit of this Apple. <laughs> that that, is that such, gives me an idea. That is such a Cassius idea of like we're in a medieval fantasy world. Let's go back in time and invest in the internet. <laughs> well, I like the idea that we're we're, we're, we're such creatures of habit. That in making these inquiries, are you suggesting that maybe we've gone to the same pub, but we went there oh, years that's quite before? Fun. Yeah, I yeah, think we probably I think that's did. Fun. Um, like and that. uh, three goats head. That's yeah, three goats heads. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I think that'd be lovely. And um, I think we would. I think we'd have done it in different ways. Like I've got this kind of image in my head of like Cassius kind of proudly propping up the bar while, while people kind of come and talk to him. Mm. Like like Taryn's over in the corner, like just regaling everyone with this like amazing story and like playing drinking games and get people loose with alcohol and then I'm like I don't know I've got a half health like just against the wall yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lovely just fucking tell me okay so I think through yeah so what it sounds like it's actually a kind of combination of ways but definitely sort of intrigue and sort of just by force just like turning up and being yeah. like show us the duke yeah yeah, sort of yeah kind of a well, little bit like a little bit more measured than that I tell you what, Shrakka, seeing as you're taking kind of point on this one, why don't you roll to see how how successful you can kind of intimidate these people into giving you the information you need and telling you where the Duke is. All right. Um, so I'll... just give me a straight up and down d20, and we can work out what that means once you've rolled it. Cool. All right. So it's not going to be like all is better. bonuses and shit, but yeah, basically I'm just trying to roll a high number. Yeah. 
Alright. And also because I have lost your character sheet, so have your level 20. Oh, don't worry. I don't know where that is. <laughs> and I haven't for about nine weeks. <laughs> uh, okay. That's a 16. 16. Okay, well, clearly clearly it works. And this elf... Well, Hey, why don't we why don't we do this little bit uh, in the podcast? Let's Zraka. role play, hey uh, guys. Let's role play. So, Zraka, you you've got really you've got. Voice. All right. What do you want? Tell me where he is. I want to know where the Duke is. I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> where is she? <laughs> Swear to me. It's the it's the barrel barrel. It's the barrel and it's the barrel barrel. All right, cool. That's enough for me. I'm good. Wow, <laughs> he's giving me the barrel. Just come alive, um, and you dump you dump this elf to the floor. You're gathering the boys. Yeah, I loot. Oh, sorry, the I loot the, the elf. elf. No, I don't loot the elf. I don't want to loot the elf. I like the idea that maybe as you're as you're passing to come and gather us, I'm very clearly stood at the bar talking to five people, going, "Does anyone know where?" And then I blink with both eyes like seven times. I'm like, "The Duke <laughs> is." And I keep on trying to wink at people, and you grab me and just, <laughs> <laughs> hello. <laughs> I like that you 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 might be a level twenty character, but you've got no concept whatsoever. <laughs> also, of can't, intrigue. Yeah, or exactly. lying. Can't blink. I can't blink. I can't wink properly. Can't brink. <laughs> can't brink, mate. Can't brink. Uh, I think Taron goes from appearing to be very drunk to suddenly snap sober. Yeah. Uh, and uh, walks over to you as soon as she sees that you dropped the elf. Yeah, oh, so it. cool, wonderful. Yeah, so much cooler than we are. And you guys, um, you you find this barrel, and presumably between the three of you, you know, your knowledge of thieves can it's pretty good. You understand this is a marked as thief thieves guild territory. You pop through, um, go down to the sewers. You work out the the switch pretty quickly. Just, you know, not in your your new brainless bodies. Maybe did, one of those little we? choker guys tries to grab someone, yeah. and someone just kicks it in the face, and it just explodes. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, just wow. gonna say, <laughs> imagine us like trying to fight that character. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been the easiest fight ever. And uh, you come up this same carpeted passageway into the Duke's chamber, and you see. Do we see a gnome? And you see a, a half elf. That human. would be good. And then back into no, no. This is okay. this is the first time, and he looks surprised. And you and I can tell you, he, like I say, dressed in tailored finery, this like fashionable maroon tailcoat and elegant lace shirts underneath, kind of layered and ruffed. And he's got a small but colourful necktie around his throat. Um, and he kind of screams flamboyant style. He's tall. He's muscular. He's light. He looks like kind of nobility, right. as the Duke name would suggest. And he has this long, lustrous ponytail. And as you guys enter, he flashes a smile, and you see these teeth all seemingly shaped and coloured and polished differently. There's like a kind of Ooh. rainbow of teeth. Some he's got these two incisors, which are like you know blade sharp. He's got some which are dazzling and different colours, and some which seem to be jeweled or golden and he flashes this smile at you and he says hello <laughs> I run this town you must be my friend <laughs> I'm also just thinking as well like the worst fucking choice for like a, a thief like, like get away get out into the night without being seen where is he? Where is he? Oh, it's that prick with all the teeth. Sure, guys, you're the ones who gave him the nickname Tony the Teeth. Oh, yeah, we so, did. Yeah. During this scene, surely we've got to give him the, uh, that nickname or something. Oh, yeah, that's, well. a good, that's a good call. Hey, also, well, I just a little insight to like, how we managed to make Laurie's life so much harder than a dumb joke. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, flashes you guys' smile and says, Well, hello. 
sexy. He's sexy. Uh, you three, and then he sees you, Taryn, and there's a little flicker of recognition, maybe. Ooh. Because uh, you're, you're rough and around these parts, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he says, why are you three in here? Uh, or I oh, have you literally forgotten the mission? No, 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 no. Ago. I know it. I uh, was just, I was just about to say I shouldn't take point on this. It was going to be my point. We hear you are the man to, uh, to come to if you need to find someone. Ah. And who is it you want to find? A person by, goes by the name of Vandra. Ah. And he kind of nods sagely. Um, this whole time, he's barely kind of he's looking at you to speak, but he's flicking a dagger between his fingers, impossibly, and you know, concentrating on that a lot more. He seems quite bored oh, while you guys are already be being. Be careful so cool. with that dagger. You don't want to end up with diamond fingers as well. <laughs> Ooh, a little I threat. I like that. I didn't cut my teeth. <laughs> we're, we're saying all this behind him. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, that was yeah. cool. That was super rad. All right, yeah, Statter and Waldorf, give yeah. it a break. Have you seen his teeth? <laughs> We're like the kids in the playground. It's like, fight, 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 fight. Um, he, I think we don't need to play all of this out, but you guys quickly established <coughs> that he knows exactly where Vandra is and he's willing to tell you so long as you do something for him. Uh, and he stops flicking the dagger around his fingers for a second and goes, I'm looking for someone too. And if I were to have her, my life would be made a lot easier. So if you could find her, bring her to me, that would put me in a good position to give you the information you're after. Does that seem fair to you? Hmm? Who is it? Look at his teeth. Is anyone else, <laughs> anyone else really distracted by how brilliant those teeth are? And he looks at you and says, thank you. Darling, Ooh. what a pleasant thing to say. You I noticed People in giant gold bodies shouldn't cast stones. <laughs> yeah, you guys actually were quite similar in a way, aren't you? We just misunderstood. Shiny teeth and shiny pecs <laughs> just going down the streets. <laughs> That's the new theme tune. Yeah. And he looks at you and he says, "What's your name?" My name is Cassius Van Wyvern. Oh, <laughs> such a delightful. <laughs> you seem to be like a good boy. Oh, I'm a very good boy. I mean, <laughs> are we? Are we coming on to each other right now? Is that what? <laughs> You're not, not my type. I'm a good boy, but I'm just someone who likes making friends. And I put my hand out for a little shake. He does not take it, but he so smiles at you. So I just keep gently putting it closer, <laughs> unaware of like the conventions of how people normally shake hands. I'm just trying to impress these guys, I think. It's like, I think I, Cassius oh. still feels like he's not involved that much in Taron just cool slowly stuff. reaches down without breaking eye to- contact and pushes Cassius's hand down. And just like one of those dolls, his other hand raises in exactly the, the opposite motion. I believe, I've got so much stuff to get through and you guys are doing the doll hand bit. <laughs> in a flashback <laughs> sequence. <laughs> I think I've also... Well, cause I, I don't think I should be speaking that much, but I... I think uh, what's his face? Dracker's got out a dagger and is doing similar, if not <laughs> exactly the same, motion with his hands. Just because we established he's a badass. Also, they're both half orcs, aren't they? Yeah. Am I a this full orc? True. I can't remember. Oh, we should be buddies. Yeah, okay. I'm just gonna jump in. We'll jump right into his lap, <laughs> <laughs> Daddy. For Christmas, I would like. <laughs> Yeah, I should be more prominent. Um, he he he's definitely stopped and he's looking at you three with a little bit of hesitation, saying, "Well, are you going to? Do we do we deal? Who do you? Who need is it? And what do you need her for? Mm, what I need her for is neither here nor there. I'm not going to. I don't need to kill her. If, if that's what you're worried about, I just need to uh, speak to her about certain matters. Her name is Arcta. Arcta Kerleon. Uh, 
trifling noble woman mm. in the, a family of these parts, the Care Leon's family. Have I heard of her? Yeah, I think the three of you know the name Care Leon. They are an ancient Veldon family and the kind of heir to, if there were a throne or a dukedom of this place, they would be the heirs. But as you guys know, it's a thief town. There's no de facto leadership. There's a kind of right. you know, a okay. loose assortment of nobles and, 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 and the like who keep a bit of control. But Okay. She is the uh, the heir to Uther Kellyon, who is the last living male lord in the family, and uh, yeah, that's that's, that's most of what you well, know. Don't I, know why why he'd particularly be after her or. I uh, uh, speaking of third seem, person, yeah, <laughs> speaking of third person, no, you uh, you seem like a bit of a slippery bastard. So thank you. Not compliment. Um, like you fish. seem like a very we, solid bastard. Slippery fish. <laughs> yep. <laughs> if we get. Her, Bring her back. No questions asked. We want the location and times and whereabouts. All the information you can get us on Vandra. Or I'm not joking. We'll burn this fucking place to the ground. Yeah, it would be interesting if you tried to burn a subterranean sewer-mounted. I meant more the pub. Oh, and everything. Um, yeah, just all of it. You have my assurances. I'll give you everything you need to know. I know precisely where she is at the moment, and also what she plans to do. And I wonder why you three are after her, but that's not information I need at the moment. It's just difficult because everything... She's no friend of mine. Everything he says sounds like a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Darling, you don't stay in this game very long if people can tell if you're lying or not, so easier. This I reckon way. this man might also know where the Duke is. <laughs> darling, <laughs> darling. And he, and he looking at you with real like pity in his eyes, he goes, oh dear. It's all right. He's really, he's really big and good at magic. It's fine. <laughs> well, do we have a deal? I can tell you more about where I believe Arcta to be. In fact, I know where she'll be tonight. If you would only go and retrieve her for me, I cannot be seen in her company. When you say retrieve, are we? Is this going to be some sort of kidnapping, or will she perhaps come willingly? Do you guys kidnapping know each is other? A strong word. She does know me certainly, which is why I cannot be the one to go and fetch her. You cool her friends? Guardsmen also know me well. Oh, we're sort of acquaintances. Yes. Acquaintances. Uh. So is this going to be easy if I just, you know, drop the name? You know, hey, Duke wants to see you. How's it going? Mm, I fear she's not come of her own accord so far. Don't worry, also, just we to be won't re- let him speak. He's asking yeah. lots of questions. That was that sounded like a bad plan. We've got to ask questions <laughs> in this kind of scenario. Are we making a deal? I mean, you know, isn't this how you guys do things? Um, you know. Bargaining and you know what else? What what else is in it for us? You know, maybe a couple of I don't know. For me, I was like, I reckon with my what I remember being something like minus one intelligence. I think I'm very comfortable. Vander is incredibly dangerous, and I just don't think there'll be a Veld unless we get our hands on her. Hmm. I think actually kidnapping one noble woman in exchange for that is a reasonable thing to accept. You three look capable as well. I'm sure if any scuffles were to break out, you would easily easily deal with it. Oh, yeah. Will any harm come to her? You have my word that Good. none shall. Mm. Mm. Okay, well, let's ask This her. sounds super legit. And he uh, extends... Sidebar, sidebar. If if he seems like a dodgy prick, we can just... We'll just get the information, stay here, then fuck off with her later. 
or we could swap her for someone else. I Can I just be really work. clear? Because Laurie's looking, he's got that look in his eye that means like he's going to punish us. We're 100% <laughs> not having this conversation in front of him. <laughs> this is, that is not what we were doing. That's why I did a little fantasy Understood. sidebar. Understood, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good. Yeah, no, it's right. There's loads of ways we could play it. If we collect her and then she's like, definitely he's going to kill me, then we could maybe. We're not holding give all her the cards over. here. Yeah, especially when we've got the bargaining chip. Um, I think with this in mind and knowing this guy is a scrupulous customer, Taryn, can you roll a d20 just to see whether he gets any kind of wind of this and he trusts you, Ooh. you know, a measure of how well this interaction's gone. I love that, like, Liam is so, so Ooh. determined to do technology that the dice is right there. Yeah. <laughs> He's picked up his phone. <laughs> uh, it's a straight down the middle, 10. A straight up Ooh. 10. Okay. Well, he proffers a hand, you know, as if he, rings, he had rings to kiss on his fingers. Yeah. You do notice there is do one Do I have ring. to kiss his teeth? No. Yeah. <laughs> you choose which one you think is least dangerous. And you do notice there is one ring, but he's just kind of offering a hand to be shaken or taken in a very gentlemanly way. Okay. All right. And he offers it to you, Taryn. Uh, I sort of grab it by the pinky finger and give it a shake. <laughs> he goes, good, good. Business is always so much better when it is uh, agreeable to both parties. And he claps his hands and uh, two uh, elves kind of sweep in out of the shadows just just to his sides. Um, And they are kind of these beautiful um, creatures dressed in quite plain like leather armor one of them is holding a kind of lyre down by their side and the other one is just kind of sitting there Um, and they kind of look at each other and share some is one of them vast uh no no you don't recognize them no these are different these are these are kind of younger and much more less combaty looking okay people than hess is hess. Mm. hang on what did you say vessel i said vass well that's fine i got it wrong <laughs> We all went mistakes, Give me a mate. fucking break. <laughs> We've made so many. I just many. like it's just every time I assume that I'm 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 wrong. No, I'm, always, I'm, but your your default wrong. position has to be now that you are definitely correct. <laughs> yeah. And we are, we when we were preparing for this episode, Liam spent the whole time calling Vandra Melisandre. That's true. <laughs> it's a character in Game of Thrones, so we don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> so uh, the Duke, which is his name, <laughs> calls these two elves and he says, "Clem, Dango." <laughs> please uh please show our guests to wickfields you know the passage uh and uh, the nice part of town to go to the the sword in hand i believe arct will be there this evening sharing a drink with her friends and uh these two elves silently lead you away cool. from here and we can assume that the uh kidnapping went off without a hitch so well perfect <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Cassius would allow it. He, could, he would fuck it up somehow, I'm sure. If she was came willingly, though, like you don't know. Let's let. Oh, yeah, let's, well, yeah, we'll find out. Tell you what, back in. I. Jesus. <laughs> you you follow these guys up um, these passageways, and they still kind of say nothing to you the whole time. A couple of looks back, and a couple of furtive glances between the two, and giggling between the two of them, but nothing said to you. And you eventually come topside up through a kind of cellar door. Um, in this nice part of town called Wickfields, which I think we mentioned before, the hoity-toity part. Mm-hmm. It's up on the hill next to the Tower of Burr, where you're going to find Vandra soon. Can I, I'm just going to make a little mental note. <laughs> and, and drop, <laughs> and drop everything. Yeah. Um, that I want to remember where this trapdoor is, because it sounds useful. You, as of... Oh, mate! 
the that way is so good. that is yeah, memory. Dude. The Crap way we're doing door. this is that everything that's said here is yeah, you guys yeah, remember. I remember it. Alright, sick. So Trapdoor. Absolutely take notes. To this is the slightly backwards way we're allowing for all the body swapping. And there's that's a good, secret sorry. uh there's a secret code you have to say to get in, which is mini manama. Down, 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 down. You're right, mate. I think you should sit up. This, this, this lounging has got way too. going to your bum. Remember Wigfield? Wigfield. What's Wigfield? Saturday night. Oh, is that called Wigfield? It can't be. Surely the artist is Wigfield. Surely the song is called Saturday Night. Yeah, I would have thought so too. But I was like, you know, I've been wrong before. Sounded like Space Jam to start with. Saturday Space Jam. That's not it. That's not how it goes. I got distracted. Yeah, you, no. Did you? <laughs> you guys arrive at this inn. The what did I say it was called? Sword in Hand. Well done. Whoa. Five points for pads. Yes. In yes, the... I'm in the lead. No <laughs> other points are given out. By default. Yes. And um, Marcus XP. Well, look, this isn't gonna this isn't gonna determine the success of this mission because and no. spoilers, you're successful in what you're about to do. But how how would you guys do this grand plan to get her? So she's in the bar with she's got guards around her. You know the kind of scene of when someone important goes to like a little pub. There are clearly like bodyguards around her, and she's sat mm. at the table playing cards and drinking. Clearly, with lots of people who are trying very hard not to let her win or lose at any stage. Mm. But she's very distracted. But there are heavies oh. nearby. Taryn, how about you go in and just beat her at cards? Best mate. First person to stand up to authority. You're the least likely to get not only completely rejected, but all of the looks from all of the pub is a massive half-orc and a gold lizard turn up. Yeah, how about I go in, uh, beat her at cards, and then when she like basically try and find an excuse for her to come outside with me? Yeah, that's good. And you Although... Wait to- Really quickly, Paddy looks like he's got an idea, so we should give him an opportunity to to put that idea forward. Paddy I, in the lead with five DM points. With yeah. five DM points. Well, like if this, uh, if if we're saying that Cassius has got this sort of minor fame, then maybe throughout you playing cards with her, I'll then walk in and you'd be like, "Oh my fucking Christ, that's Cassius Ban Wyvern." Make me out to be a much bigger deal than I am in the mm. hope that we can get her to like want to leave her mates to come and talk to me. I like it. Ooh, that I'll is be your hype good. man. So we need to make me look like even fucking cooler. I'll be your security. Yeah, yeah, okay. Drac yeah, is right, my cool. bodyguard and I and I'm so any any of my kind I don't know what is in Cassius' inventory but maybe any of my kind of more religious robes and opulent kind of you gold messiah are shit gold literal gold yeah, yeah everyone's going to be you'll looking be opulent. at you yeah i'm going <laughs> to i'm doubling up like, no if you were to wear gold oh, yeah, it would be like me on, wearing like sort of beige kind of like clothing <laughs> that completely matches my skin tone and and i'm gluing on my wings <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you're going for the kind of, hello, look at me, I'm very important. Absolutely, but we've critically got to come in, like, you've got to make first contact, Taryn. You start the cards thing, and then Draka and I will enter, front door, bang, like... And I'll walk just behind him the whole time, touching my ear. Yeah, your fantasy (laughs) earpiece. The the payload's at the bar. Buy shares in Apple. (laughs) Fantasy Facebook. Mental notes. (laughs) People like me, but they don't necessarily trust me because I'm a bit... Whereas, like, if we can get her to trust you, because you're, like, you have a better reputation, Mm. so I'll kind of, like, hype you up. And then Zach will beat her up. 
Guys, is this a competent plan? Shit, this is Feels like quite a competent yeah, plan. Do you know what? If, if only if this was the actual game. Yeah, what I was going to say. <laughs> well, if only if this wasn't in the past. Yeah, when there are no we stakes. We used to be good. Yeah, when there are no stakes, we fucking rule yep. this. So that sounds like a good plan to me. So you go in first, Taryn, in your... Uh, what's the kind of card game of choice that you would introduce to the table? Cripple Mr. Onion. Cripple Mr. Onion? Yeah. What happens in Cripple Mr. Onion? What? I don't know. It's the name of... Uh, no, you do know. Tell no, us. tell us that. How, how does it work? No, it's from uh, it's from Discworld, Cripple Mr. Onion. So okay. I've missed ah, it. Ah, okay. That's yeah, fine. That's good. It's a good sounds like, it sounds like a good one. And you're... You know, you... I guess probably play off maybe you know you don't want to come straight up to her or are you going straight up and saying like oh you're Arctor aren't you I know you or... no 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 I think uh, I think I'm probably uh, cheating like the devil mm. and so uh, like just uh, first of all like clearing down I'm letting her win quite a few hands but I'm sort of thinning thinning the crowd a little bit more uh-huh. so it's just like a, like sort of building a camaraderie between us as like the you know the the last people standing. You know. Okay. Right, cool. Well, I think probably as that is poised between the two of you, you know, big stacks of cash in front of you. And you both stood up playing cards. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> else has sat down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is when Cassius makes his big entrance. Maybe. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, so you have to open the doors for me. Oh yeah, I know. I've opened. I've definitely opened the door for him. And I'm I've, saying really loudly. To introduce him. What would your code name be if you were a gold lizard? Oh well. um... Oh, I haven't really thought of that. I, th- uh, the, I, I guess the the, mes- the Messiah to be. I think I'm just gonna. Call, I think your Cassie's code name for women. me is just gonna be money. Just mo- money, just man. money. And I and I've given a gold, I've given a gold coin to a local urchin to backlight me as the doors open. Is he a, a light bulb? Yeah, he's a, yeah, a, he's a, he's a, why, he's a, he's a fancy lighting that? technician who happens to be on hand <laughs> regularly. <laughs> He's a bioluminescent urchin. Yes. It's like you get in the deep sea. He's got a wizard to cast a spell on him to make him like super shiny. <laughs> All right, My cool. eyes burn, sir! Take the gold coin. What's your opening line? <laughs> um, so the doors. I, so do, you. I, I yeah, I've opened you, the door. You, you're walking. I've just done a. Zach is very clear check. that Zraka has opened the door, Pat. Yeah, it's yeah. all down to you, man. Yeah. My opening line is: um, uh, You've got to announce me. <laughs> So it's, uh, so it's my opening line. Yeah, and then right, I just kind of say really loudly to the bar, I just go, uh, Everyone, behold! Nice. Cassius Bamwiven. And then, like, thump into the room. I'm singing that. And I get everyone to join in. And it's really, yeah, and we're all doing that. And then I pick up a mic from a nearby table and I drop it. What do you think this is? That mic is a person called Michael. There's a small gnome you pick up called Mike. Yeah, pick up Mike. Drop the mic. Mic drop. Yeah, exactly. Who here wants a drink? Drinks are on me. And I go straight up to the bar. Hooray! Like that. Slam down. Big old bag of coins. There's already like hubbub in the... Oh my god, it's the Chosen of Helmful. It's him. His name is Cassius. Oh, he's so dreamy. Oh, I've heard he's not had sex though. (laughs) Yeah. Every every time that's going on in the background, every time Jackie hears one of them go, he's a virgin apparently. (laughs) He just goes... Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> and to really hammer that home at the bar, I'm like, I'm here for drinks and sex. And I wink twice with them both eyes. Um, great. Um, so this is a big distraction. And yep. Zaka, you're, yeah, you're hype manning. I am hype manning. I'm just... I'm, I'm constantly kind of being like, yeah, free drinks, free drinks. But also, 
Making sure everyone realises that he's never had sex. Uh, well, I turn to the mark and I go, Oh my goodness. Look who's just walked through the door. Would you believe it? It's Cassius Banwiven. Don't look, don't look, don't look, but... And in the background, I'm like, Look at me, look at me. Like, chanting as I get drinks for everyone. Who, who is he? I'm not sure I know him. Never heard of Cassius. Cassius? Oh, he, he seems to be a dragonborn, I mean... Uh, he is he's the saviour of his people oh is he? I don't, I don't know, know. Sure, <laughs> I guess he is he's the saviour of a load of religious nutters he's prophesied that uh, he would he would save the world for this religion <gasps> he's Jesus he's Jesus dragon, he I, dragon Jesus I've heard he knows he's dragon Jesus he's, he's Mayroon's Dagon he, he friends with John Christ <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, he knows John Christ. Oh, I've heard all about bloody John. What a man, what a beast. I'll tell you what, why don't I see if... Uh, Ca- Cass, Cassius, Cassius. And I like very slowly turn my head and be like, that sounds like someone I want to talk to. I thought you were going to say, that sounds like my name. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like me. Hooray. <laughs> Hooray. <laughs> Hooray. Fancy coming over here and losing a bit of coin to a couple of friends. Losing a bit of coin? Oh, I'll take you up on that, miss. Do we know each other in this plan? No, no, no. <laughs> we no. haven't worked this out. Yeah. No, no, miss Kreb? No. What the fuck? <laughs> Have I, got, I suppose I haven't necessarily checked my... Mate, up to you. Just it's leave me. a gap. Amelina Kreb. Amelina Kreb. Why is that it's the me, rules? Cassius Van Wyvern. You guys and we shake hands for ages. You guys don't know the people sitting around the table. This Why is my bodyguard. Fnard. Okay, all right. At this What's point, his name? Sorry. Fnard. Fnard. Cool. Yeah, F N A R R D. God. Thank you. The the amount of eye rolling going on from your bodyguard right now is is too much. Just to making a note of this stupid yeah. name I've come yeah. up with. He's a very very clever bodyguard. Invented the earpiece, didn't you? Know? <laughs> he's just, not talking to anyone because he's the said, only one with one. It could be a stone of fast speech, quite happily. Yeah, it could be a stone of fast speech. Oh, really my my giant rock in his ear. <laughs> my eyes are just in the back of my head at the moment. Yeah. It's just like, I can't believe we did that so well. So look, you've got you've got arc to where you want her on the table. How do you? Get her out of there. You're waiting until you've you're kind of old mates. Your peer. I'm. Mean, what's the what's the play? So I, I think it's this. If you well, want, I uh, could just I grab guess, her. I, I basically think what what I mean. I get, correct me if I'm wrong. We need everyone to leave the table except for me and her, and then I basically need to convince her to come home with me. I and think you should try leave, and like go home with her. Yeah. Like and yeah, which I'm not going to be good at. I'm going to put that out there right now. But Karen get her be to leave, that, and then I don't know what you're going to put her in a bag. Yeah. Jesus Christ, I don't... But okay, Big Cassius bag. doesn't know that. <laughs> no, you don't... I think what's going to happen here is you don't really know the plan, uh, but uh, I'm going to... I Basically, she needs to, like, be in hock to you. So or or going, you, though, as well, as the charismatic I just don't think she would man. trust me, so I'm going to engineer it so I cheat on your behalf, Cassius. Ooh, and nice. she ends up owing you something and... Boom, and then I'm like, well, how about dinner? 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm a virgin, don't you The lighting you know? technician's going by. Yeah. Okay, cool. Is he still there, the bioluminescent oh, yeah, yeah, No, he's very much part of the party now. He's the full... I'll, I'll do a character sheet for him next time. You will not. I have to record another fucking character into at the beginning, mess. At the beginning of the game, then, uh, the game of Cripple Mr. Onion, I'm just going to put a cloth over the bioluminescent urchin. <laughs> so it's too yeah. dazzling. It's to... called Flapsworth. Flapsworth. Have we not had flaps with already as a character? Certainly have. Um, okay, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in, lads. This this goes off without a hitch, I think, easily. Right. Thank God. Taryn is excellent at cheating on her own behalf, let alone someone else's when you know nobody's paying attention. And the end of the game, it is just you, Cassius, and Arcta left in the hand. And I don't know, maybe she raises an eyebrow and she's been quite impressed by you. I think mm. she's enjoying talking to someone who everyone else has marked out as a celebrity, and he, and she says, Okay, Dragon Boy. This is for the big one. And she pushes all her chips into the middle. Ah. Bet dinner. Bet your virginity. You Uh, have a lot more chips than her. Well, I guess I'll go all in. And then I put like a third of them in, like clearly not understanding how the game works. Okay, all right. (laughs) And uh, and I'm I'm winking at her a lot the whole time. No, no, no. If if you go all in, darling, it's all of it together. Ah. But you've got many more than me, so how about I even it up? What if... You take me for a nice candlelit, lamplit stroll. If I I win. That's what I'm talking about. And if you win, I'll make you a lord. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to... uh, I'll even bring the lamp and I take the the blanket off of Flapsworth. (laughs) (laughs) Just pick him up by his hair. She loves that. You have a personal lamp gnome (laughs) at your bidding. I'm I'm just going to... uh, Taryn gives uh, a bit of an eye to... um, Oh, don't worry. When Sraka, because it's like the moment up, the moment they start. go outside, I'm yeah. I'm gonna put a sack over her. I hope you've got a big old sack. <laughs> yeah, I do. Just to be clear, I think that sounds like a deal, Miss uh, Arcta Curlyon. Curlyon, by the way, isn't Curlyon? Isn't that a, a Curlyon? Isn't that a Curly on my wayward <laughs> I believe that's a brand of brie, isn't it, Miss Arcta? No. What's the What's the name of the I I don't Curlyon. That's a type of cheese. Yeah, if you said it like you that way, Curlyon. Curlyon. Yeah, is that not the place from Narnia? It's the place. Well, I don't know if it's in Narnia. It's a town outside of Newport in Wales. Oh, lovely. Right, there's means the, Lionheart. It's where oh, they when lovely. they're when they become kings and queens of Narnia. I'm pretty sure that place is called like something. Le- is that similar sort of cadence to a word? Okay. Anyway, there we go. Half facts. Do you know what, guys? What, I've, what people are going to love at home is if you unpick every time I reference anything and be like, "Oh, it's a I'll bit sing of a little cheese." Song. You'll say it's Narnia. Yeah. You'll say it's cheese. <laughs> Rinse and repeat. It comes down to the final revelation of the cards. Then, and Liam, I hope I'm getting the rules right. Is there something? About, I mean, is it cards we're talking about? It's basically poker. Okay, and you unfurl, and you've got two and a five. And, and she flips over she's got pocket aces I don't know this is how poker works isn't it and she kind of just sits back smugly and says you're taking me out well that sounds like I'm a winner either way oh grim and then oh. I, I stand up Flapsworth gather my chips and uh, and then I mean you did just run. lose them I know but he, he, he doesn't know how the game works and we go milady and I put my arm out and I'm and, and, and but it's way too tall and I think the two of you, uh, she takes your hand, proffered, and you guys walk out. And for a moment, it's a lovely, a lovely moment in the evening mm. that I'm you and her stay, share. I'm going to stay in the bar just so that I avoid suspicion, just kind of like dampen it down. And Drakkar, are you? I'm going to. Well, I mean, I have to go with you guys, right? Like, I'm security. 
Yeah, you'll follow it. Yeah. Yeah, but like ten foot behind, maybe. Like you were a real security guard. To me. Okay, yeah, I do. Boy. And I suppose if her security's like ten foot behind, I don't know. Yeah, okay, I... yeah. So, so you look across, and there are like five massive, like human men and women right. in full plate armor. Wait, 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 following behind. Right, as well. I turn Could I... A little privacy, please, guys. And she, she waves back, and they go and go another ten foot back, and they're you kind of all look in. at me like you know what you're about to do. You understand that you have to kidnap her, right? Uh, I don't think Cassie's. No, I think he thinks that they're 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 going to go for a nice walk, and then he's going to bring up the Duke. And have we just worked really hard to engineer you a date? <laughs> no, you got you. You guys know the plan. I don't think Cassius is fully behind the I actual need to kidnapping. Get, in right, this, you need to create a distraction so I can just. I'm going to bolt and grab her, and then just go. I don't think there's any distraction needed. I think. They've cleared the like. No, I need a distraction. I'm surrounded Why by five people in five. No, they've played oh, they? They're yeah, they're way behind. I mean, they'll they'll be they'll be nearby. Good, but you look, can... a shooting star, and you throw flaps with Oh, darling, it's so magical this evening, yeah. and I'm so glad <laughs> I met you. <laughs> Off the edge of a cliff. As she's distracted by Flapsworth flying through the air, I kidnap her. I just kidnapped her. <laughs> yeah, maybe the Flapsworth moment waits a second because she, as you're planning this, Cassia, she looks at you and says, I'm so glad to meet someone you know. It's awfully boring hanging around with Papa in the castle and with the servants and all this. Gosh, it's nice to meet someone normal and down to earth like you, Cassius. Absolutely. I mean, I'm normal all over. I'm a, a messianic <laughs> golden <laughs> dragon man destined to save my race. But... Anyway, <laughs> it's lovely to meet someone equally normal like you. I think Cassius is actually quite into her, by the way. I think he's starting to quite like her, so okay, well, uh, let's this just is this deal is with that when this is that quite dangerous. Comes up. What are you um and why are you here, Cassius? What brings you to Veld? <sighs> Justice. <laughs> and he, and he, just, he just looks into the moon. <laughs> Love, hate, welding. Well <laughs> Love to learn it. Jesus. <laughs> You must see so much of the world. I long to see what I can outside of these walls, but I fear I may never leave. I felt trapped most of my life within the walls of my monastery that loved me very, very much, but still sort of treated me like a dick. (laughs) And I know it was only once I met my two best friends, who unfortunately can't be here tonight for reasons I won't go into. Good work. I travelled with them. We travelled the six or eight seas. I forget. It's somewhere in the between. <laughs> and uh, I've seen everything. God, I've got Patrick Stewart. I've seen everything. <laughs> I've seen it all. I've seen chimps. I've seen slightly larger chimps. I, I... Giving you such license to fuck can, my world yeah, up. Sorry, can I can, can I interrupt this kind of semi-memory Please slash put therapy her in a bag. Session? She's in a bag. Arctor, may I ask you something? Yes. May I kiss you on this extraordinary, beautiful moonlit night? I can't believe you're making me roleplay this shit, Paddy, but. We've yes. done it before, you and me. <laughs> <laughs> roleplayed it or it? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> of course, Cassius, of course! And she. And she. Uh, you know, op- opens up her mouth and closes her eyes and, and, and pouts up towards you, Cassius. I think this might be his first kiss, by the way. It's fucking not, mate. Don't worry about that. Oh, <laughs> she's going straight in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> with her eyes closed and I've got my eyes closed so whatever yeah, I am just like the moment no, I want this to be the, the moment that their mouths are about to close and touch I unhand <laughs> <laughs> ah, me braggart I didn't Cassius I didn't know you were into this sort of thing you... uh, <gasps> wait 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 wait. also 
unconscious because I punched her in the face. Oh. <laughs> Cassius finally got someone in the sack. This has all been leading up to this joke, so we can stop listening to the podcast now. Um, so, of the guards, the guard, the guards left us alone. I think there's there was commotion then, and the two of you are now staring at each other. Oh no, I'm bolting. I don't know where he's going. I'm not sticking around while this. You're goes only on. just around the corner from where the uh, passageway trap was. Door. What the bloody fuck are you? Like, what? And you're just lagging it. Oh, I'm going to the trapdoor, obviously. Where's Where's Taryn? Doesn't matter. She's are a they... pirate queen. She'll be fine. Yeah, I think at this point she's just left the. Uh, she's left the pub and has assumed that the deed's been done and is heading towards the passage. I think we would have, like, I reckon we can retcon that we probably would have said, okay, when it's all done and good, yeah. this is where we come back to. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm, I'm chasing after you. <laughs> this wasn't part of the plan. <laughs> I love that, yeah, you're there just going, give her back to me. <laughs> My <laughs> love. We'll, we'll cut to, you're back in the passageway, back to the, the Duke's lair. You've covered your tracks expertly, thanks mostly probably to Taryn. And uh, the bag over Zach's shoulder starts moving. Punch it again. You're not actually going to do this, are you? We're not actually going to give him this woman. Uh, Pretty sure we are. I, uh, I'm fine with it. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, he just I tell wants- you what, all right, let's get in the trapdoor so we're not out in the open. And yeah, we'll go down and we'll just ask her. He said that she knew who she was. She'll know who the Duke is. She's either going to be really scared or kind of fine with it. Mm. He, just want, can... he just wants to talk to her. I bet that's not true. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. And the lump on your shoulder goes, I can hear you, you know. Yes, you said your voice. I can hear. Let me out. Okay. Um, no. Do you have an opinion on this? <laughs> if, if I say... Yes, I don't want to be in a bag. Oh, no, no, not the bag. That's uh... happening, whatever happens. <laughs> Do you know who the Duke is? The Duke? Why, he's only spoken of in, in fairy stories and, and tales to scare children. He's the oh, he's the evil crime baron who t- take, takes away children in the night and stabs fathers in the back and seduces mothers. He's the scourge of Veld. He's the reason we're in this horrible, horrible place in the first place. I quite prefer the Duke to her. Now that <laughs> listen, listen, don't, I don't want to go back to my family. I don't care about my family. Just let me go and I'll, I'll get out of town. I'll leave. Mm, I want might... to see the world. Mm. Oh, we need to I'm find sure out. If the Duke wants to kill me, that's as good as me being All dead. All right, look, I tell he you what. He doesn't want to kill you. Um, he said he doesn't want to kill you. Listen, listen. What? You know We're, the Duke? Wait, no, talking. We are on a very important mission and it's... Very important we get the information we need from the Duke. So how about we pretend like we're going to give you to him and then when you see the signal and you'll know what it is because we'll work it out later, just we'll, we'll get you somewhere where you can go and see the world. But you really, really have to actually go along with it because if you start fucking this up for us, I am just going to give you to him. <laughs> All right, Tracker, put her down. Oh, should I knock her out? No, no. Okay. <laughs> That's not going to be necessary. And you knocked her out like six times in the last oh, she, five minutes. She has some oh, concussions. She's <laughs> Honestly, I just don't think you're very good at knocking people out because they don't stay that out for long. She's hard. She's, she's got a hard. She's a hard-headed nobleman. Yeah. All right. I put her down. Okay. Uh, are we letting her go? I think we should let her go. We need the information. We need that information, Cassius. Dracker, when you love someone. <laughs> you set them free. <laughs> She's like and a bird. 
And, and she, she wants she, to fly she, away. She wants to fly away. <laughs> but you know where her home is. I don't know where her home is, but <laughs> she, as she, as you, you know, let her out of the bag. She she's kind not of... out of the bag. She's definitely tied in the bag. Oh, okay. I'm is not she letting her go yet. In the bag, then? No, no. I mean, she can do whatever she's... she wants, but she's in a sack. Like, we're, until we resolve this, she's not getting the ability to run away. I think she stood up, but you've got like your foot on the like head of the bag. <laughs> she, yeah, she's just kind of like running into the <laughs> yeah. end of the bag like she, a cartoon. Um, she knows she's she's actually incredibly calm. She stands up because she kind of understands the situation she's in. But she's turned completely away from you guys and says, Now, I have something to tell you. I know why you're here, Cassius. Oh, uh, <laughs> and what, why, why, is, why is that? You why want, am I here? <laughs> you want to find, I believe, the same person my father has been speaking to recently. A drow sorceress from the north. Her name is Vandra. Vandra, yes. No, that's, that, that's exactly the information we're looking for. Ah, you need, inf- you need to know who she is, where she is. We're trying to find her. Interesting. And she turns. You're not her, her, are you? Around in the baggers. No, but my father. Well, my father's been spending a lot of time with her recently. She came to needed his help for something. I don't. I don't really know. But um. Fuck buddies. Well, <laughs> they might be fuck buddies. I hope. I hope not. Seeing as my mother is still alive. Ah. Secret fuck buddies. <laughs> I knew it. Listen. Sorry. If you let me go, I will tell you where Vander is, to the best of my knowledge. Oh snap. Uh. Well. I mean, you, you're kind of holding no cards here. We get the information either way. Anyway. Look, the like, way I see it... Well, you've just described... But then an, an innocent an, woman keeps her life. But you've also just described a nightmare criminal man that I don't really want to have to deal with pissing off yet. Yeah. But my, do you know who my father is? Mm. If you cross my father, he'll have you gelded. Okay, well, cool. So now you're... I mean, now you're threatening me, are you? Well, get- well my... <laughs> through, the, through the meter of my father... But- and I'm already gelding, baby. <laughs> hey. I can uh. tell you anything about my father, where he lives, where his timetable, mm. when he would be seeing this woman, this sorceress, but you know she's... She's bad, man. <laughs> she's a bad dude. Uh, oh, Sounds like a bad say. dude. Do we let her go then? I mean, I don't want to fuck off the Duke is the only thing. I don't want to fuck off the Duke either. No, I... I've forgotten who the Duke is, so I mean, I'm on her side. <laughs> oh, God. It's on you, Cassius. Yeah. All right, look, Cassius, if you really want to let her go, we'll let you let her go. But she has to give us the information first from inside the bag. <laughs> <laughs> but then what are we going to tell the Duke? I vote we never go see him again ever. I doubt we'll ever cross paths with him again. <laughs> 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 um, well, I so, so actually, just our character, are we, are we going to fuck him? Uh, I yeah, think I think we're going to. It's you. You've your got call. to do the role. I look. If you want, if you want to, like, let her go. As and I think you know what the your character decision probably is. Hmm. Then. As long as we don't go back down there now, I think we'll be fine. I think Aren't we like stood outside his door. You're like away along a narrow. I, dark I think the way you've way. got. I think the way we've got to look at it though is like we are really basing it on good faith that she is not going to turn around and fuck us. Yeah, and she's the one. You're the one that she like. She wouldn't necessarily. She doesn't know who Draca is. She doesn't know who uh, Taran is. But we used your literal name. Oh yeah. <laughs> so like, it's whether or not you can persuade uh, her. I think. So, or. Out, well, out of character as well I mean like if you want to let her go like we could just dump her like somewhere else where there's going to be no risk of her coming back and talking well, to like, her didn't like, she say she wanted to travel the world and, like, oh yeah but like thing, if that so... was a lie I'm saying like if she, tra- if she wants to travel the world fucking great if she doesn't want to travel the world I'm still if we're letting her go she's not getting let her go here 
she's going fucking well out of town yeah. and then she's getting let go so we weren't going to hurt her but it's the 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 the, the, the it's the the toss up is fuck off the duke fuck off the mr man that has her dad which well, name I can't remember. Mr. Man's going to get fucked off anyway because... We definitely kidnapped well, his daughter. Yeah, he's never going to speak to his daughter again. Like, she's as good as dead to him. We have already got the information we need. No, Almost. not yet. You don't know exactly. We're very, very close, but I think that she sounds like a better link. Because the Duke, if he's nefarious, but uh, like he might have to use some underhand way of us getting to Vandra, whereas True. it sounds like she could actually fucking set us up with... So it's her. more reliable, a more reliable source. Yeah. Uh, but the risk of incurring the wrath of the duke, or like trusting him to, like, not be under like too underhanded in doing it and getting on his good side. I mean, also as well, like fuck we're the not duke. Yeah, let's fuck the duke. I fuck also, the duke. yeah, fuck I, the I duke. think, and also I think that's what Cassius would do. Yeah. All right. I think I can be easily convinced. Yeah. Um. All right, we, from inside the sack. We need to really remember this, though, because like, oh, we are making worry. decisions that are going to impact I won't forget. If, I swear to God, Paddy, not Cassius, if your character fucks us when we're standing inside the Duke's chamber, when we go back yes. to the present time, I don't know what's going to happen, but you will die. Because <laughs> we will all die, okay? You need to remember that. Okay. All right. Okay. Decision so, made. Fuck the Duke. Fuck the Duke. All right. And those beautiful teeth. I say we let her go. Okay. And All you're right. doing, and you're taking her somewhere else to ensure she's going to go yeah. away. Yeah. Maybe like, a boat. We're near a dock, aren't we? Put her in a why boat. Do, why don't I put her <laughs> Push on board? The boat. Why don't I put her on board? My oh yeah, ship? put her in the ship. Sick. Okay. She can she can sail with my people. Cool. That's a good idea. Decision made. Arctur, you say you want to see the world. Is that correct? Yes. Oh, more than anything. Do okay. you like boats? Yes. I love boats. Oh, so do I. Look, look at us, couple of cards. Cassius, will you take me on a boat? I will take you on Anywhere. a boat. <laughs> um, Why did it have to be said like that? Well, let me out of this sack, you big silly. Here's the deal. Tell us everything we need to know. I know that sounds threatening. It's not meant to be. And then... Tell <laughs> <laughs> you everything we need to know. We will get you out of here. We will get you out of this sack. We'll put you on the best ship around. You'll make lots of good friends. You'll see the world. We'll be around sometimes. And you can get away from your father and the life. And we will deal with the Duke. And she agrees, I think. Cool. Um, but roll me a dice, Cassius, to see... How successful this plan goes. Oh, man, I forgot that we have to play the oh, yeah, game. Yeah, you forgot we? that it was me having to roll, motherfuckers. Whoop! Oh, God. It's a nine? Okay. Okay. It's Plus nine. 40. It's a 49. So I think we see, uh, we see this kind of, this, this, this montage of her telling you everything and, and drawing up timetables of her father's diary and when he's been seeing this woman and, and, and where and how you can maybe just get access and she hands to you Cassius a ring uh, from her own finger that features a, a blue lion rampant oh, cool. um, and she says use this and this will give you access to my to my father and his inner chambers and hopefully Vandra too and um, you take her to the dusk stormer you drop her off I put her in, ch- uh, in uh, the capable hands of First mate. Um, oh God, what was he called? Uh, Goggins. Goggins, who she immediately <laughs> falls in love with, and thereby I don't get to kiss her. <laughs> he may be gold, but he hasn't got two wooden legs. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys watch as the Duskstormer, you know, just for your peace of mind more than anything, 
pulls out of the Bay of uh, Veld and takes away Arcta. How does and that? I'm crying on the docks. <laughs> I'm confused why no. my ship's left without me. He's just taking her somewhere else okay, in fair the interim. Enough. Or going offshore, perhaps. I'm waving a hanky. <clears throat> Goodbye! As you three recall these memories together, you almost simultaneously open your eyes and you look again at the Duke for the first time since you double-crossed him. Except it wasn't you that double-crossed him. Or was it? He's kind of peering at the three of you and says, Are the three of you okay? Perfectly. Yeah, I, we are now, I right? Mean, perfectly. Welcome back to Laurie's weird middle bit of the podcast. I hope you're ready to roll an owl rule grapple check. Ooh. Yeah, sorry. Not good enough. I'm afraid the foul pod beast has your ears good and bound up with its casticles. You'll be attached to its audio nasties for at least another 45 minutes. What would you like to do? Uh, it's very good to have you along. I'm going to keep this bit short because this week's episode is a bumper crop. Um, we've done something of a interlude episode. Uh, there are a couple of loose ends we've got to tie up. Some bits of backstory we're working quite hard to, you know, seamlessly fold in like some sort of chocolate chip into pancake mix. Does that work? I think that works. I think also, hopefully, the what we've chosen to do this week also works let us know what you think something we'll hopefully return to um and combined with spoilers for the end of the podcast episode but combined with some leveling up uh which we like to make a bit of a big deal about because it's quite fun really isn't it but thanks very much for listening i know i say this a lot um just to remind you just in case you've missed it you can listen to us every fantasy freaky friday that's hashtag fantasy freaky friday on itunes or your nearest uh equivalent podcasting app if you like what you hear one of the most generous and useful things you can do from our point of view is to leave us a review on itunes it really helps us out um and we've had some wonderful reviews so far thanks to all those who have contributed some in recent weeks you can also visit www.itunes.com idlefancy.com to subscribe to the podcast or listen to archive episodes again archive is a strong word to use for our six now seven existing episodes um and you can also uh, see our character sheets there and some other artwork we've uh had done much much more do have a look there idlefancy.com you should also really follow us on twitter that's at idlefancypod to hear all of our latest news and gossip you can also find us on instagram that's at idlefancypod too uh, to see special behind the scenes pictures and videos from our recordings among other things zach takes care of that and does a wonderful job finally if you have any actual messages for us uh, and the pigeon post isn't working you can email us on idlefantasypodcast at gmail.com that is an email address i did have to double check i didn't get any of it wrong um we love you very much and we're so glad to have you guys along um thank you so much for listening we'll be back next fantasy freaky friday which befalls friday the 22nd of march an auspicious day oh but actually uh something i forgot to mention we will have a special bonus episode with you next week uh that is just for the sake of clarity going to fall on uh, the 15th of march uh 
keep an eye out. It's something new we're planning. I'm not going to spoil too much. Just a, a little respite, a little bonus, like I say. Uh, so watch out for that dropping in the, the week off, as it were. And remember, a basilisk's bark. Ooh, that's hard to say. A basilisk's bark is worse than its bite. There you go. A tongue twister. Goodbye. back in your new bodies your the bodies you're just getting used to you're back in front of the duke and he is looking at you inspectantly and saying and how can i oh vatic Ooh. hess how have you, why have you brought me vatic down here and hess says he wanted to see you didn't he nothing to do with me my boss he'll have a word and all eyes are on vatic look duke i've i've had enough of the shakedowns and oh. the the protection racket and all of this business, I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. Out? You mean now, and he, he looks very amused. What, so I, you're not going to pay me any more money. Correct. And I will stop looking after your shop. What have you done? What do you mean, what have I done? I've kept brigands off your back. I've kept uh, local thieves from going anywhere near you. You know what I do. If you've had this is a conversation we've had many times. And why have you brought me these two? And he points at uh, Glitch and Teddy. Goes, these two, what are they? Are they bodyguards? This is all very tiring, Vatic. They don't look like they could even stand a chance against Hess. You know, I'll be fine here. What, what what do you want? There was a situation when we were in Wattic's uh, store where we saw some of your men come in and uh, yes. they were rather violent with him, shall we say, and he was being very good and we thought we should all come and sort this out. I mean, we're just witnesses, if anything, friends, witnesses, bystanders, you know, good chums. Maybe don't refer to us as witnesses to the crime lord. Blabbermouths. Love a goss. He liches. Not his voice. What am I doing? <laughs> he looks over to Hess and says, Hess, who did you send this week to Vatix? And she looks a little bit affronted. He says, well, it was a, it was a uh, Derek and Derek and Knight went along. Did you see the, Have you seen them, Vat? I've not heard from him for a day. Um, I can't remember what happened with we them. We didn't kill them. If I mean, we we didn't kill them. They attacked. They attacked Vatic. us, and we were just doing the good deed. And uh, you know, it's just one of those things. You just kind of uh, got a bit out of hand. There was yeah, a dog, yeah, and then you know, yeah. we were just a little. There bit was there. a certain degree of escalation. Let's see, and uh, we just threatened them. On pain of death to leave. I I think we did kill the dog as well. No, the dog, the no, dog is almost no, most no. certainly dead. Bad. I thought we put I thought we put the dog to sleep. Actually. Bad form, Vatic. Not animals. Hess is like seething at this point, and she says, "I didn't know about that, Bus. I thought they was I thought they were all right. I thought he was a chum of yours. They attacked us. Yes, and and the two goes, yes, that's it's kind of what they do. Well, then we hit them back that's what we do and it's very good of you to deliver yourselves to me so I can deal with you Vatic is this what you brought the perpetrators to see me look I just thought that you deserved like the honest truth the honest answer I'm done Vatic you understand if you'd like to get back into the family you're very welcome we have use of your skills here Ooh. Ooh. Well, well 
Why don't you explain in a bit more detail what that might entail? Just in case my memory's a little, yes. <laughs> a little hazy. Use that. this as for uh, exposition would be good. Why? Why don't you explain it to my friends? Over yes. Here? Well, this was the point. Yes, I was, both this of is us a very strange thick. conversation, but for the two of you, okay, thank cool. you. The strange elf and boy call me glitch i thought i was a big dude i thought i was a big guy. yes you're, you're a big yeah you're like a man child you're huge but not great boyish <laughs> <laughs> i remember this being the i remember this being your character well, you got a two you foot head on a one it. foot body <laughs> that was your that was your character choice yes, wasn't the it? limbs yeah. of a snake yes. <laughs> vatik and i go well we go back some way when when i believe i first arrived in vel vatik was a potion maker of some renown and a skilled well a skilled craftsman so we leave it at that and with my help his little shop became the focus of the town and for a while Vatic would help me with some of my requisites and uh, several years ago he told me he was no longer interested in that side of work so we established a new friendship whereby he was free to do what he would so long as he continued to pay me uh, an agreed fee mm. And if you're telling me you'd like to get rid of that arrangement, Vatic, and maybe renege to our previous one, I'm very open to that. If you'd like to be a card-carrying member of our little family, you're very welcome to once more. Your family seems quite, uh, how do I put this, uh, stabby and punchy, and um, <laughs> not worth paying to be part of i feel that's probably paying no to... no i ask only of your time and certain obedience to, to uh, fulfill certain that's interesting because uh, they very much wanted money and and produce from poor yes it's the, as i tell you the previous arrangement was a, a steady income from your shop a small stipend of what you pay well it looks like you might need to replace them yes this has become immediately clear and i am weighing that in the balance against you young elf Glitch. Glitch. Silly name. <laughs> it's true, it is. It, it is a rather silly name. So it's up to you, Vatic. Look, it strikes me there are several solutions here. Uh, we can return to our old arrangement, and perhaps I can ignore this on the basis of our previous friendship. We can return you to the family and perhaps even find work for your two friends, or we can slit all of your throats. Uh... Those would be my preferences. Is there an option four, or should we, should I... we call it at that? Should we? Uh, I've got a little uh, option four for you. Uh, mm-hmm. a sound. A tidbit. How about uh, we skip forward to the end of this? And it's just kind of like a one last job kind of thing. We do a job and then and then it everything goes away quietly mm. into the night. Like Ocean's what, 8. What can we do to buy make, ourselves out of this, yeah, basically? Let um, us make this right. Ted, give him a, just give him a persuasion check. Okay. <laughs> cool. I also like how yeah. Zach, you've you've moved Ted's accent on to be like a kind of Jack Wills city guy. Yeah, I really. Oh like yeah, that's really exactly what it that. is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I just think that the <laughs> spreadsheets just really could get fucking done. You know. I've got, yeah. <laughs> I don't Synergy. know what they, I don't know what you could. I I kind of work in a semi-industry like I should know that there are, there are more ways to finish that sentence than get done prick HQ uh, alright cool so persuasion alright nice here we go guys first real roll of the day yeah yep last I, last time we did this I don't think I rolled above 10 the whole game Ooh, yeah <laughs> so I think we okay we still have a yeah, yeah. that was four, four. plus four four so that's eight. eight you could ask your god for help 
Ooh, can the god help in this scenario? No, she's a sea bitch. You'd have to kind of pray to her in the middle of this conversation. No, let's just let's just go with the fact that he wasn't very good at that. <laughs> I think we will. Yes, that's how that's how this game works. Thanks, he Laurie. says, mm, it's tempting, tempting, but last is such a irritating word. How about you do one job for me now and we can see where we are after that? Once I have established whether particularly the two of you are fit members of the family. Would well, you we, mind awfully if we had a quick uh, sidebar? A sidebar, yes. yes. Would that be all right? If, if you uh, needed just... any sort of a kind of inclination that we might be quite good at this, we'd have to fuck up your two heavies pretty easily and scare them out of town. I mean, a test of sorts. He says, he goes, Hess, how would you have described uh, your, your, two, your two helpers? She says, well, weakest of the lot, weren't they? They weren't particularly scary. Didn't say it was hard, so we fucked them up. So, so that's, that's a complete lie. That's a complete lie. And he says, if you need any convincing, and he just, he turns his head to one of the dark, dingy doorways around this room and just says, Daddy! Oh no. Ugh, Daddy! Gross. And you hear this, and then a footstep. And uh, emerging from the, uh, from the gloom is this enormous Goliath. He's got one hand that ends in a hook. A leg that ends in a stump and a and a and a, a kind of amazing metal prosthetic, and he just comes in and grins at you, and like cracks his knuckles like. <laughs> it takes ages. Okay. I, I, uh, and he says, "This is my friend, uh, Daddy. Daddy Dyer. We call him here. He will be." Look at him. Just look at him. Look I at love him. that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, in our sidebar... I'd just I'd like, like to put quick. it to the yeah. group that I'm out of um, spell slots, shall we say. Uh, so, uh, yes, also... This the, might be a poor um, choice. The uh, appearance of uh, Daddy has very much <laughs> put me in my place. <laughs> Have you got maybe a diddly dyer or <laughs> a demi-dyer? A demi-dyer. You... I'll fight a demi-dyer. I don't want to fight a daddy not a daddy-dyer. You're not going to fight him. He looks really... Like, having been bored this whole time, the Duke's like on the edge of his little chair and really excitedly... Like hitting his, slapping his thighs. What would this job entail? Ah, I'm very glad you asked, Glitch. Very good, very good. This job, I need you to return a friend of mine uh, to the fold. Um, he's a man who's been taken by some uh, uh, people of unscrupulous standing, and uh, he belongs with us in the family. His name is Fed, Fed Hoyle. Okay. He is an astromancer. I don't expect the three of you to understand that, but he is a wizard of un- a, a deep understanding of the planes and, and outer mm. space, I believe, is a, another area of his expertise. What he intends to divine from there, I'm not sure. But yes, Fed must return home. And I can tell you exactly where he is and how to find him and how to bring him home. Why is Fed not home currently? The Astromancer is regrettably being held by the Veld Guardsman. Uh, in a little prison... It should, for someone of your three means, why you dealt with two of my goons should be easy enough. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean... I'll uh, tell you more details. Sorry. <laughs> I forgot. You're what, mate? You're, yeah, you're I, fuck it, yeah. I uh, not only forgot my voice, I also forgot I'm part of a team. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you're proposing some kind of jailbreak. Yeah, ah, yes. Sick. A jailbreak. Um, but... I am not a man who uh, misunderstands the need for hospitality. I am prepared to give the three of you a place to, to rest your weary heads and perhaps eat some of our food in the meantime. And health well, potions? I, and pardon me? And maybe a, like a health potion? Once you've proved yourself useful, the supplies of the family will be up 
for your use. Cool. I mean, anything maybe to help us along other than I food will, and board? If you would be so polite as to accept my food and boarding, perhaps we may talk in the morning. You know what, guys? I'm actually quite on board with joining a, a mafia family now. For now. For now, yeah. Vatic, yeah. I leave this decision with you. You understand what this life was, and I understand your reasons for leaving, but we would be very honoured to have you back. Yes, Vatic, you definitely know everything that's going on, so... I definitely. Um, Good. Good. All right, we accept your terms. Excellent, excellent. And he he drops his D20. He he looks around. um, Daddy kind of slumps his shoulders and and looks as disappointed as an enormous Goliath can, can look. Thank fuck for that. Um, I was looking forward to bombing around in a rough. <laughs> I, came I in can't here. believe that these fucking slags came in here and I can't even do him up, mate. I come here for a shootout. Shoot Gangs. That's the only thing I know he says a lot. <laughs> and he says, well, well, um, Hess, Hess will deal with you. Hess is still kind of like arms folded looking pretty annoyed at the three of you but very slow turn she, to Hess just a big grin of a oh. mm. she says we, well we come on then NPC soon <laughs> if you find them yeah we keep, <laughs> keep knocking around with these dickheads <laughs> and Hess says uh, come on then and leads you down another one to one of these side rooms if you'd like to follow her absolutely yeah, sure. yep. just to be sure aren't deals meant to be made with handshakes or something we're not going to really just verb- shaking hands. Yeah, We're not just going to verbally agree with this. Why man, do you want to press the flesh with the duke so much? Yeah. Because we've made a gentleman's agreement. Yeah, exactly. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, if we want to go back. You want to shake his hand? You want, okay. In fact, I think we should go make that on, play Glitch. out. Go, go on, walk hand. back into the room alone and put your hand out and see what happens. Okay. <laughs> I do exactly that with no changes. No change. You go back into the room and the duke is kind of uh, again playing with his dagger and you come back and say yes, hello. And hold the hand out. Very nice. Chop, chop. Sick. Shake on it. A little. And he. Ugh, with a look of disdain holds his hand out in the same you know fingers down as if he's asked you to kiss the ring and you see again this ring on, on his finger what's on the ring thank uh, fuck one of us did that actually. give me a just give me investigation actually um, your perception investigation this will be because you're, you're kind of looking at it and trying to discern something about it investigation that is a 22 that's Ooh, a really sick. good one. Um, you don't recognise it particularly as a kind of ring with your eye you know you're proficient in arcana aren't you as well yes don't recognise it to be a certain ring of something it's certainly not a ring of wish that you saw on a mm. old Vandra's finger but as the duke proffers his hand as you bring your hand to it and clasp it in a kind of weak elf yeah I'm trying to, I'm trying to like squeeze his hand it's like it's the just, trying to do the Donald Trump the like, limpest <laughs> the limpest handshake is continuing because neither he's not trying to eat yeah he doesn't want to do the work and you don't no, how to have the power. Yeah. As your hands touch the gem, this blue gem, it's just a very simple silver ring with a blue gem in it. The gem pulses blue. And as you as you touch hands, presumably it shocks you a little bit. He recoils his hand and stares at you with a kind of fear that he didn't know before, you haven't seen on his face before. Still. And then and then his face drops completely and he he resumes his kind of placid face. He goes, Go on, go on, they're waiting for you. Till next time. And, and walk uh, out. you see him look at the ring and think as you exit the room. Oh, shit. That went so much better than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was just going to be a funny little segment where Paddy 
got me to look like a bit but of a Paddy tick. fucked something up again, but no. No. He's got Captain Plans in his head. He's my co-pilot on this, this campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Captain, Captain Plans. Plans. I don't listen to Captain Plans very much, do I? But Captain Plans is actually rather good. You've got quite the fucking entourage, haven't you? You've got Post Goose, Captain Plans. Yeah, Post Goose, I'm going to I'm gonna have to brief on everything piss, later on. Piss Flaps. <laughs> oh, Flapsworth. Piss Flaps. Piss Flaps. Jesus, Liam. God, God. Drag us back into the gutter. I anyway, what happened to Piss Flaps? <laughs> The three of you are uh, follow Hess and you end up in a very modest but carpeted floor, dry walls, three little cot beds and a little chest at the foot of each one, a little uh, dormitory. Oh. Should just make it four beds? There are four beds. Yeah, I don't want to share a bed. Is anyone in the other bed? Are there are only th- three of you. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. I, 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 assume, um, I, I assume the lodge would be sleeping in the same room. Me too, yeah, the DMs <laughs> popping in. <laughs> That's so delightful. So sweet. Did she a bearded man look over? Mm. Hello. Hello, bedfellows. He's playing dice with you. With himself. Yeah. And, uh, and Hess kind of nods curtly and says, like, there you go, you three. Fatic, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but me and you are having words in the morning. But if you're good with oh, the juke, no. you're good with me. Uh, Who's she uh, puts her fist out for a fist pump, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I try. I steal it out of Wattix. <laughs> I get it right in there. And Pop it and lock it Pump immediately. It. Yeah. <laughs> and she just goes. Oh. And says, "Sleep tight." Goodbye. She, uh, yes. Goodbye. And she leaves the uh, leaves the room and closes the. Oof. And we well, have a long rest. <laughs> you do. Oh God, you yeah. guys are knackered, actually, aren't you? Character I think wise. we need a long rest. I assume we'll sit around the table for a drink before bed. Guys, well done. You made it here, and um. And the three of you are left alone, and this is the first time when you really get to kind of process the fact that you've just you've just regained a lot of memories that you didn't realise you had. And I think we'll go into that more later, perhaps. But the immediate thing is, it kind of awakens some of the 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 muscle memory and the and the the fighting techniques you used to know. And the three of you are going to level up to level two. Holy! Mm. I bet you didn't see that coming in an RPG. No. Um, So we're going to take a little break, listeners, and work out the ins and outs and come back to you with some exciting choices. Paz, have you got some music for this bit? Some special intermission music? Yes, absolutely. And uh, it goes a a little something like this. Everybody's leveling up and we're giving it So, the things that happen when you level up, first of all, it's a very easy thing, is you all gain hit points okay. and a hit die. Your hit die you can use to recover HP in a short rest is a kind of like, uh, it's an old, it's a new approximation of the healing surge, it used to be a thing in previous issues, blah, 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 blah. Yep. So, you roll whatever your hit dice is on your sheet. 1d6 plus con. Yeah, should okay. just be 1d6. Mine's 1d10. Oh. Ooh, yeah. 10. And Liam, you're 1d8? Uh, 1d8. Plus and you add your constitution one. modifier. Ah, okay. Onto that to get the hit points, that you, more hit points. Okay. So glitch. What's my constitution modifier? Oh, for fuck's sake. It's going to have four additional hit points. Wow. A three Big. plus one. Big rolls. Wow. Is that a d10? Dudes, don't worry, guys. I've got 11, hit, 11, 11 now. Now I'm just... Now I'm going to waste everyone. So vital. All right, I need to... Let's do this, because... I took one hit last time. Yeah. Um, Bang it. My D10. Bang it. For fuck's sake. Three plus... Three plus one. Four. Lame. That's right. That's what I got, mate. There you go. You're on 15 now. Yeah. I'm supposed to be the tank. (laughs) Did you roll a one on a D10? No, I rolled a three. Three. Uh, And then what do you get? I got... uh, I got a... 
four plus one, five. Five. Add those to your total hit points, lads. Hooray. Exciting times now. I'm on class, 14 now. From class to class, there are different extra things See, you get. This is bullshit. <laughs> He's on 14. Pads, the wizard. We have what that is. That is what you are. I'm right? a wizard. You've got a spell book. You get two more spells, you know, and an extra spell slot. So yes. you've got, you can use three spells and you now know eight altogether. Uh, yes, eight altogether, but I'm still unsure of what one of them is. Okay. Uh, so oh, that, yeah. that's going to remain a question mark until uh, until a moment that I'm sure Zach is in the way and I decide this is my time. Um <laughs> But and I guess Glitch is probably looking through his spell book, and you, you, uh, Cassius, have probably been like, "Oh, I can actually work out two more of these." Yeah, exactly. I think so. I think he's been basically he's 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 picking things by looking at the pictures in the book and being like, "Well, each this is going to take me ages to work out." So he chooses a couple of pages that he wants to study. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've learnt Charm Person uh, because there's a picture of a big smiley face, and he's like, "That's going to be fun." <laughs> um, so uh, that which is a level one spell where you can charm a person and uh, the Whoa. other one uh, was this sort of weird kind of toxic cloud thing which is Ray of Sickness um, which is an, uh, a spell from the school of necromancy and that is the other thing you choose a level two pads is your arcane tradition and that's what I'm chosen. going with boys I think uh, you say you've gone with it I yeah. think Glitch had it very much sorted <laughs> yeah, out exactly well I think Cassius has finally worked out there might be something dark going on mm-hmm. um, so yes I am a necromancer lovely and I think Ray of Sickness maybe it's more of a ray than a cloud is that right yeah it's yeah it's like a it's like a beam that you you send out and it deals poison damage and can poison people that sounds lovely yeah I exactly. think you literally kind of rot people the creatures flesh from their bones yeah it's you a do sickening that. greenish energy lashing out towards a creature within range delish so, yeah it's pretty cool uh pretty cool and that's you that's you done yes I also get uh, as as a necromancer I get a thing called grim harvest um, which is uh, once per turn, and if I cast a necromancy spell, or actually if I cast any spell and I kill someone, I gain HP uh, that is the spell's level times two, or times three if it's a uh, ray of sickness. So uh, you get to steal nice. people's life force. Yeah, exactly. I get to sort of start absorbing other people's energy, which I think is, is pretty fucking horrid. Lovely. Yeah. Well, you're turning into a real nice guy to have yeah. around. Um, speaking of nice guys, Zach, what are you... Uh Oh. What's old Ted's got in store? What a lovely little introduction. All right, well, I'm not sure we actually made this clear in the game, or I can't remember if we did, but um, Teddy is a paladin. I think we did. I think we knew we did. I'm sure we did that. So, obviously, we uh, in the last episode, uh, he found his god, which was to give... Uh, so, um, if anyone's not aware, all the different gods have like different pantheons and shit. We're not really going to go into that, but basically, I picked a god... And she's called Umberly, mm-hmm. and uh, her nickname's Bitch Queen, and she's a Tempest God, but specifically oh, for water. Yeah, so she is the she's the like, I don't know what's the she's Poseidon, but well, so you have yeah you, oh, yeah cool. Poseidina. You have, you have these things called domains, which are kind of the uh, you know the lots of gods can cover the same domain, yes. depending on where they're worshipped, and and yeah, so she's like a Tempest say, pantheon. Tempest yeah. is a domain, and when you get to clerics and stuff, they will discern their powers from what kind of domain it is but for you it's just flavour yeah and she gives me a little bit of a help every now and again and no oh, it stops you drowning stops me drowning um, so uh, and then also paladins get two spell slots yes uh, which is quite cool no cantrips but spell slots um, so I because of how the last six episodes ish have gone and the like complete incompetence and imbalance of our group as a whole. Mm-hmm. I've picked uh, cure wounds because you guys are supposed to be spellcasters and yet haven't cured me once. 
I don't have any healing spells, mate. Exactly. I'm a necromancer. Exactly. And then uh, the next one I picked again was a more uh, was a practical spell called detect magic. So they're pretty self-explanatory. I can detect magic if I want to, or I can cure myself. Definitely not you, fucking idiots, but me particularly. <laughs> um, and also, which is really cool. Uh, is I get this new thing called Divine Smite. Yes. Which is sick. And it basically means I can burn a spell slot, but uh, what I do is add 2d8 to my attack, and it will act as 2d8 radiant damage on top of my attack roll um, value. Bloody hell, that's really cool. And it does an extra dice to uh, Undead and Fiends. Yes, exactly. And if it's Undead and Fiends or anything Paddy does... Yeah. I can have an extra Sweet. attack on it. Can you choose that once you've got past their AC? Or do you have to do it beforehand? When you hit. When I so hit, yes, I can when go, yeah. when, you, when you decide if you've hit it or not, you then go, oh, whoop, and uh, send yeah, some and holy add stuff to it, Which is fucking sick. It's really good. And you also get your fighting style. Yeah, so I actually, again, completely driven by how combat has gone in the last couple of episodes, <laughs> uh, I picked Protection Fighter, which basically means that Whenever I'm near one of you two, if you guys are getting attacked um, and I've got my shield equipped and I only need my shield for like the next couple of levels. But like when I've got my shield on, uh, I can make I can basically make the person attacking you re-roll for disadvantage. Oh, yes. nice. Which is sick. So basically so- what I've done is I, I've, I've decided that I'm going to address the issues that have quite solely plagued me throughout the game so far <laughs> I like the idea that you've chosen healing stuff and you're just going to like yeah, but they're for me yeah they are because, <laughs> they keep me alive because Paddy's spells are apparently for me too so yeah, I, yeah. I need the, I need that <laughs> <laughs> that is wonderful news um, and we don't get a subclass yet like Paddy does no I do when it comes to uh, third level guys which are <laughs> if and when you level up when we get there uh, I get to what do I get to do oh, I get to like basically pick um, I basically take an oath to a, mm. to a type of god Mm. Yeah, and there some of them are lame and goody goody, and some of them are awesome and malicious and vengeful. So and I think we'll in, see what happens when I get there. We will, and I think this probably manifests with you trying to make contact with Umberly again after your incident in the sewer. Ooh. Um, and Wait, my level three. Are we leveling up right now? We no, no, no. Right you're now? Yeah, you wish. <laughs> Shit. No, and she, you know, bestows upon you the ability to, to to channel her divine power into these strikes of your blade. So maybe rather than holy light, it's a bit of kind of sea-themed stuff. I don't know. I'll leave it up to you. A current. Um, and she teaches you. I don't know. Apparently, teaches you how to fight with a shield. Maybe that's something you do. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Draco. I imagine Draco wasn't a big user of shields. No, I can't imagine he was either. I mean, oh yeah, and I see what you're doing there. We're obviously we're linking it back to. Well, just um, if you, no, you know, just I think a fun idea. I think that's good flavour, and Paddy did it naturally. But I, you know, I want the listeners to know that my decisions were driven purely by utility. <laughs> Can I ask you a question about about Umberly? No. Um, oh, all right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is Umberly's connection a new one with Tedward, or do you feel like? Like your use racket are discovering that he he had no, this existing thing, or is or has she got in touch? I kind of I always envisioned it as um, Teddy's Teddy's god. All right, so like let's, let's do it this way. So she's quite a nasty bastard, right? She's Teddy's god, but she didn't necessarily like Teddy that much because he's okay. a he was a little good boy. Mm. Um, and I, the way I've pictured it is that basically like Draka is now inhabiting that body and he's also a nasty bastard. And she was like, I like that one. Oh, so she's starting to get a bit more involved. Yeah, she's a bit more involved because okay. That's cool. Draka is there. 
But crucially, it's Teddy's God. I don't know where that. I'll, I'll retcon something. Maybe he was born on the coast. I think well, no, like Teddy the, was. Well, well, he was. He's from near Veld. Oh yeah, so yeah, actually, yeah, he is coastal town. town. I, yeah, he imagine him growing up in a Viking society, <laughs> but like, like kind completely of lame. Like yeah, yeah. He, everyone's like reaving and pillaging, and Teddy's like, I don't want. I'm gonna go. Make a fucking daisy chain. Which is why he's his heroes for hire service. Exactly. Whereas um, we're flipping it on its head and uh, we're going down this route where I'm I'm about to get full Viking on yours. Lovely. I think that's spot on. And and as we heard last episode, she recognised that it wasn't Teddy. She was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Great. Um, Liam, little roguey boy, what have you got planned for us? It's not much when you hit level two as a rogue. No, I get... it's just congratulations for surviving. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get, I get cunning action. Now, cunning action is. I just basically get. Uh, I think it's once per combat. Uh, I. Um... I think it's once per turn. It's actually yeah. Oh, it's every, once per turn. Any every turn in combat. Uh, you can take a special bonus action. Yeah. So, basically... yeah, so it's a bonus action, and I can, but I can only use it to. Uh, uh, sort of dash or disengage or hide. And dash is moving very quickly, obviously. Yeah. Disengage Double. is getting out of melee with a with Which a is actually baddie pretty useful. Without like, incurring an attack of opportunity. Because, yeah, like, attack of opportunities would probably floor me, so... Yeah. And, I imagine it'll be good. And hide is you can effectively, like, make a stealth check in combat and try and... Bamf. Yeah, and try and bamf to a much less... Although it is just you crouching behind a pot this time. And right. saying the word bamf out loud. <laughs> bamf! You missed that trick, and again, you've got you get to choose your subclass next level, and we'll talk about that yeah. more mm-hmm. uh, in the in the future. Is there anything else you guys would do when you're in this downtime, while you're resting up? I feel like th- isn't this one of the first times where we, where we might be able to take stock of the situation, and like the like we've immediately been thrown into it with like the new bodies thing, and I feel like we haven't quite discussed that necessarily or like how people are feeling about that or whether anyone's really eager to go and find our old dudes immediately or um, I don't know I feel like I think my the character would be kind of more inclined to um, yeah I think he's inclined to definitely get back to his like old body mm. but also like he's not one for big plans and big like he's found this body to be somewhat capable and big and he's just kind of rolling with it that's kind of how I imagine he's going with it mm. like don't don't look to me for a a big old plan right okay guys I think if you're going to do this you've got to do it in in character right? yeah that's that, that's entirely I, fair I think I think I'm, I'm well I'm worried about my crew like I don't know what that other Taran's got planned oh yeah you had dependents didn't you I have exactly <laughs> I'm not like I'm not like you two sad saps who've got no one in the world. Oh, that was... <laughs> well, I that wouldn't was, put it that, that way. That was, that was uncalled um, for. Well, we're... are you not worried about your followers? They've got a, they've got a saviour that you don't know what he's up to. Well, I suppose. But then again, my choices have never really been my own anyway. So having a different body is actually a little bit of a rush for me. I mean, we're getting to experience new things and new lives. And we've got another adventure to go on. That's always a bit of a laugh. And yeah. I haven't got people constantly bothering me for things and saying that I'm destined for this and, you know, I have to go to this place and listen to this and watch this happen and then try that. And No, never... you've got a steady influx of bodies that you're using on I mean, weird that is experiments. A, yes, that is a problem that we're going to have to deal with as the time comes, but I don't know. I think that, I don't know, I, 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 I miss Cassius. The, I mean, the, I am him. 
but I like that the voice slipped there as you as you moment you say Cassius you went back into yeah <laughs> I miss it but um I just want to make sure that I don't know I see I guess I'd like to see him again but for now it's all a bit of fun I get to use a bit of magic don't I yeah. I think whether I can get back in my body or not I don't know but I'd really like to be able to warn my crew that's very that's noble. very good that's very noble I mean for me I'm very much I mean like as soon as I get rid of this dumb I mean let's not in fact I'm not I'm not one to uh, you know blame Glitch here for his uh, uh, what do you say how do you call it uh, his like past reputation I mean, sure. just because Glitch did experiment on bodies doesn't mean that Cassius is going to and in just the way what, Teddy used to be a bitch doesn't mean that Draka's gonna <laughs> continue to down that road. Yes, but don't you don't you both find yourselves, I don't know, like me. I'm I'm a little My brain feels a little torn in two directions sometimes, and I find that there are definitely facets of my personality that have slightly shifted and sometimes I'm very much enjoying who I am at the moment and sometimes I get very yearnful for, 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 for the older one, but I can't I can't quite make my mind up. There's just a lot of gaps in how well, I actually used to feel. It sounds a lot like you've thought about this way more than I have. It sounds Both quite a lot Zach like you know. and Dracker, you've inflicted emotional trauma on yourself, which I quite enjoy. I don't know, haven't you? I can't think of how you, you two would be thinking of anything else at this moment. I mean, it's been uh, playing in my mind since the second we woke up. I quite liked the fighting. Sure, well, that's very you. I just don't know, I don't know anything about who I am. Like, who am I? Who are my friends? Who are my family? Like, what? What sort of a life am I? Am I gonna leave this 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 poor person with? If I if I do change back into Taron, you know? Jesus, guys, I didn't realize you guys were so existential. This is God. You gotta think about this stuff when you're having a fantasy freaky Friday. You do, you do. You absolutely have to think about these things. And I just, I wanted That's to That's a trailer what, line. Yeah, they, <laughs> hashtags and whatnot. You, that's not very, it doesn't roll off the tongue. You have to think about these things during a. I hope Liam was referencing <laughs> the fantasy freaky Friday, Rob. <laughs> doesn't want the trailer I for the whole the podcast whole, to be. Sometimes you gotta think about different things than you're expecting when you have a frequency freaky Friday. Oh, mate, we are so good at marketing. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if there is a new Cassius. I mean, maybe he's <clears throat> better at being him than I was. Uh, well, I mean, we can clear that one up for you right now. I mean, he, he, he there definitely is a new Cassius. We literally saw him. So Yes, but we don't know what he is. What, is he another person? Is he just an animated body? Is he a spirit? Is he a soul? What is he? Is he even him? Maybe he's someone different. Maybe we're gone and there's someone else that looks like us and they've done us spe- there's so many we, I can't believe you haven't thought about this more I just assume that whoever Tedward was is now in Dracker's body and I, all I can only imagine is fucking hating it well sure I think anyone in your body would probably quite enjoy themselves certainly being able to sort of Lift tear a phone everything. book in half or yeah. whatever it is you love doing so much but <laughs> stop introducing elements of our own technology <laughs> into this world why would there be a phone book <laughs> Just book. It's a book <laughs> explaining how to design phones. So it's like, like, um, but no, that's I think that is crucially what I'm trying to say is maybe, maybe this whole Messiah the thing that I dealt with every day, maybe this is all a bit of a part of it. And maybe this is, maybe this new Cassius is actually 
a part of it as well, and I was never meant to be it in the first place, and this is just an extension of my journey. Well, I've certainly mm. got some things to think about now. <laughs> and I've apparently got to stop thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to go yeah. to bed, answer. <laughs> Why not? I look a little bit of advice for you, uh, Glitch. Uh, mm. You ever tried just killing for fun? Sounds like Glitch is well in for that. I, and I mean, you, you might like it. Well, I think <laughs> I have to find some, if he has any, I have to find some of either Glitch's friends or family or I'm just saying, something and find out what this is all about. Because I'm not, I'm not willing to believe he's just killing for the sake of it, I'm afraid. I'm just saying, if, you, if you're struggling with the, uh, with the, the, the difficulty of the situation, mm-hmm. maybe just lean into it and roll with it for a bit. See what feels right. It's actually rather good advice. No, I think that's terrible <laughs> advice. No. Well, that's me, Taryn. <laughs> to bed, Taryn. <laughs> you said you were asleep. Also, can I just clear up one last thing? What have you guys been calling each other? Because I, I... Oh, God, yeah, we need to sort this out, actually, whether we, in character or be, not. Are we going to... Uh, I mean, if we're going full hog... Is it full hog, whole hog, whole whatever? Hog. If we're going big pig on this... <laughs> right, if we're going whole throttle... <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to... Pie in the sky, big pig, right? If we're going to do this... What are on? Are we are we gonna be us or are we gonna be them? Call me Tedwood. I think it's gonna draw too much attention if we ever get caught <laughs> referring to one another as Taron and Cassius. Like we've got to live as these characters. Well, fair enough. I'll I'll go by Glitch. Do either of you have a last name? <laughs> Has anyone been able to find any of that? Oh, uh, I I actually stopped. I mean, I I stopped looking for my backstory a while ago. That's fair. <laughs> you do know yours, Teddy. Mine was in the Teddy? book, wasn't it? Wait, Windsor. mine was in the book. Fuck, need to write stuff down. Mine is. Okay, not. I'm uh, I'm I'm Gloom Delver. Oh, lovely. Was it on the name tag? No, I wasn't on the name tag. It was in uh, in the book, in my shop. Ah, lovely. Gloom Delver, very apt. Very. God, great. It's so what? Miserable, I... f- miserable names that deep norms have, right? What I did write down, just for anyone wondering, was when I did make a note of what my second name was, rather than actually write down the name, I just wrote Tedward's family. (laughs) (laughs) And and then I referenced where I found it and who it could be and no other information. Just gone, Tedward's family, Liam's book. And I didn't even get your fucking character name in there. I just wrote Liam. (laughs) I know your last name, I think. Yeah? Yeah. Hit me with it. Windsor. Oh, that's sick. Windsor. (laughs) <laughs> well, with these important questions answered, I think the three of you are going to fall into a, a weird sleep. I don't know what you dream of when you're not in your body, but... Uh... I imagine Paddy's character. I mean, well, I mean, I Paddy's also... character sounds like he just lies awake, <laughs> okay, exactly. dreadfully, kind of like panic attack the whole fucking <laughs> night. I mean, his eyes wide open. <laughs> I also discovered recently that I can't be put to sleep. <laughs> You can uh, sleep. You I think I can. I can sleep. Oh, yeah, but I can't be put got... to sleep. Which meant that whole shit. <laughs> you <laughs> pretended to sleep. I think that was still Cass- Cassius's uh, weaknesses working when I yeah. was put to sleep by my own spell. Yeah, yeah. I think you. I think you just wanted to get be involved. Yeah, maybe I'm now just prepared. Yeah. That's why I have that ability right. now. So is it like elves like meditate things? Then half elves not... can sleep though. Yeah, half oh, elves can, can sleep. Okay. Elves, can't be put magically and... to sleep. I so also think if it's your own spell, there are certain mitigating factors. Like <laughs> if you're dumb enough to get caught in your own sleep spell, then that's yeah, that's yeah. your yeah, that's fair. Immunity compromised. We do this quite a lot. We impose our own rules onto Laurie's world quite a lot, <laughs> don't we? Yep. <laughs> 
And then you're surprised and it doesn't work out the way you think it will. Oh, nothing's gone how I thought it was going to go. <laughs> but I think following that conversation, I think Glitch does sort of lie awake for quite a long time. Has quite the existential crisis. <laughs> Tedward's immediately asleep. <laughs> does not care. Wattit gets into the, the foot of the bed where we keep his bed. <laughs> I just sleep side Carly. on in the bed. God, yeah. yeah. Normally there's up. like seven of you stacked along. Yeah. <laughs> And the three of you dream mixed dreams in the Duke's lair. Meanwhile, in the low light of the family's underground quarters, a half-orc sits at a battered writing desk. His grey shoulders are hunched as his hands rifle through drawers and subdividers, sending scrolls and papers and schematics sprawling across it. His breathing is quick and ragged, his fingers trembling as he finally looses the mechanism that reveals a hidden compartment to the back of the bureau. He struggles to slot the multifaceted key into an unseeable slot in its face, but springs it open eventually, and with sudden tenderness reaches for a battered heliograph within. The Duke brings it into the torchlight, his eyes softening as they take in the picture in front of him. He looks upon a portrait of a younger, leaner man. His broad arms trailed across the shoulders of two individuals, on one side, a ginger bearded dwarf, braided into a mighty square braid, and on the other side, a tall willowy drow, her head crested by a shock of short white hair, her elven features pulled into a tight scowl, crisscrossed with a cruel scar that spiders up her cheek, her robes a deep and fiery red. The Duke closes his eyes and tries to remember. <laughs>